my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to not assume the worst. When you are working remotely, as many people are these days, it's easy to assume that silence, delays, or short replies are nefarious. But they usually aren't. So don't jump to negative conclusions and ruin your day when you don't need to. More than a year after the pandemic started, many people are still working from home, which is great. Many knowledge jobs can be done remotely, at least part-time. I'm thrilled with all the time and gas money people are saving. But when you are working by yourself at home, certain cues can be missing. In the absence of communication, it is easy to assume the worst. For instance, let's say you email your boss a new idea you had on a project. If you were working in an office, you might see that she was not at her desk and in fact was deeply involved in a long meeting with her supervisor in a nearby conference room. You'd know that she hadn't responded for several hours because she was doing something else. Most likely, she hadn't even read your note yet. When you're working from home, you don't see this context. So when you don't get an email back in the next hour saying, hey, great idea, let's definitely explore this, your brain might start working on other explanations. She hates my idea. She never likes any of my ideas. Why do I even bother trying around here? I knew this would never work out. I'm no good at this and, oh my goodness, to say this is unproductive is a massive understatement. Or maybe you are working with someone you haven't worked with much before. You send a note explaining the schedule for your upcoming project. You get back a short, sounds good. If your new colleague said this to you in person, you might get a smile and a nod and an indication that he's really excited about the project and that he thought your schedule was flawless, so there's really no point in him changing anything. In other words, yep, it sounds good. But since you don't get any of these emotional cues, and since written words are automatically perceived as more negative than spoken words, well, you might assume he doesn't care much about the project. You start worrying about working together. What have you gotten yourself into? You start with a negative thesis about your new colleague, and then you look for evidence to support it. 
this is not going to bode well for the project. So don't do it. Don't assume the worst. Wherever possible, assume the best, or at least an explanation that is marginally positive. Yes, I guess it is theoretically possible that your boss may hate your ideas and be secretly plotting to fire you. But do you really think that's the case? Better to assume that she will like your idea. She just hasn't gotten the chance to focus on it yet. Better to assume that your colleague isn't difficult. And that sounds good means just that. It all sounds good. Assuming the worst burns all kinds of time and energy. Assuming a better explanation allows us to make allowances for all we don't know. Yes, of course, sometimes things go badly. But in general, most colleagues want to work together well. When we understand that working remotely sometimes keeps us from seeing the whole context, we can take that into account. And that allows us to get a lot more done. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.